Sess, I have a question. Mm. Have you ever been denied a visa? Yes. Yes na yes. Talaga? Oo. 2008, I was denied a U.S. business visa. So, I was only three months dun sa company na pinagtatrabuhan ko. I was supposed to go to the licensing fair in Las Vegas. O, di ba? So, yun dapat yung trip na a-applyan ko ng business visa. I had all the papers from my uh, company ready, pero I was still denied. So, the reason I'm asking is kasi today we're gonna talk about visa denials. Specifically, mm. ano yung mga reasons kung bakit nade-deny yung application. So, stay tuned! Hey everyone! I'm Vince. I'm Yosh. And I'm Sess. Welcome to the Poor Traveler Podcast. The show that will give you tips on how to plan smart, travel safe, and make every trip worth it. Worth it. Worth it! (laughs) (laughs) So today, we're gonna talk about the common reasons why visa applications are denied. Mm. Isa yun sa pinakamalaking roadblock, di ba? That's para makapag-travel. Visa. Kasi mm-hmm. hindi naman lahat ng mga countries na nabivisit natin, visa-free. So, even kami ni Vince, we've made so many visa applications through the years. Mm-hmm. Hindi na namin mabilang. Yet, every time nag apply kami ng visa, takot na takot pa rin kami. <laughs> <laughs> Kinakabahan pa rin kayo. Oo. Super. Kahit na sobrang lengthy na ng travel history niyo mm-hmm. and well documented. True. We know we're not alone in this. Many of the questions we receive are from anxious readers sharing with us the list of documents they plan to submit and then asking us what we think their approval chances are. Will my visa application be denied? Will it be approved? And to be honest, it is difficult for us to give an opinion on it and impossible to assess any application because it is based on a whole bunch of factors. I think it's important that we understand why embassies and consulates screen applicants and have a visa policy in the first place. Kasi, di ba, if naiintindihan natin, bakit ba may mga ganitong klaseng policies? Mas madali para sa atin na makapag-prepare. Visa policies are there primarily to protect the national interests of the country. So, tourism-wise, yung pinaka-concern nila ay yung mga visitors na mag-overstay mm-hmm. or mag-work illegally. Diba? TNT. Yes. Andami kasi na natin ng mga kababayan na nag-TNT nga. I mean, the fact na meron tayong term for it, Correct. meaning, um, it's a thing uh-huh. na, na mm-hmm. iniiwasan nila. So, it refers to the act of constantly hiding from the police or immigration authorities. And this prompts embassies in the Philippines to be much more strict mm-hmm. in screening tourists. Mm-hmm. Hindi naman sa they prohibit longer stays or yung pag-work doon. It's just that you must have the proper papers for it. So, having visa policies in place also helps address yung other serious concerns like human trafficking and yung mga threats sa national security nila. So, yun. So, in, in a nutshell, ang pinaka-ayaw talaga nila is yung magsistay ka dun illegally. Yung mag-overstay ka. Yes. Sa discussion natin sa episode na to, babalik at babalik tayo dun eh dun sa reason na yon na dapat ma-prove mo na hindi ka magsistay doon longer than you should. What you declare. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. By the way, everything that we will discuss today is limited to short-term visa. So, if you're applying for a student visa or a work visa, hindi na namin discuss yan. Kasi outside na yan of our experience, di ba? By the way then, daming by the way, hindi tayo nag-work sa embassies ha? We're not visa officers. <laughs> Yun. So all these are just speculations based on the patterns and similarities that we see in our own applications and conversations with travel agents and experiences of our friends, readers, and members of our Facebook support group. Yun. And also, meron din tayong insider information kasi we have friends working as visa officers. Mm-hmm. So, meron tayong a little bit of help pagdating sa information. Much of the visa evaluation process kasi isn't visible to outsiders. Hindi naman sinasabi ng mga embassies, di ba, kung paano nila sinuscrutinize yung mga applications. Yes. So, at the end of the day, it's an exercise in making educated guesses. True. At saka, kapag meron akong plan na mag-apply ng visa for a trip, I also scour yung mga forum mm-hmm. online. <laughs> Kasi parang feeling mo, oh, ito mga actual experiences na to ng mga tao ay nade-deny sila. Yung iba naman na-approve ng sobrang bilis, sobrang dali. Um, talagang ano, no? parang case-to-case basis talaga. And you will really never know. It just pays to be prepared. Since naka-veil yung much of the application process, yun lang kasi talaga yung pwede nating maging source of information, eh. yung experiences mm-hmm. ng ibang mga Iba. nag-apply. So, sa mga mm-hmm. nakikinig sa atin na hindi pa member ng The Poor Traveler Support Group, yun, ang daming mga experiences doon. Ang daming nag-share ng experiences nila, ang daming nag-share ng tips. Mm-hmm. Kasi meron ka talaga matututunan from other people's experiences. Tama. So, if we were to itemize yung mga things that would get a leisure traveler like us denied, ano-ano kaya yun? Okay. Hindi to ano ah, hindi to in, in any particular, particular order. order no? Number one, incorrect or unjustified visa type. Ooh. If you're traveling for business, go for a business visa. If traveling purely for leisure, Ooh. go for a tourist visa. Don't apply for a tourist visa if your purpose is clearly for business. Aside from that, says, don't be too ambitious because it's too risky. So, hmm. ano ba yung ibig sabihin natin ng ambitious? Ambitious. Oh. One of the pinaka-hindi namin makakalimutan na messages about this na receive namin was from someone asking kung bakit siya na-deny. Mm. Yung, nag-apply kasi siya for a Korean visa. Okay. Tapos, so, syempre, tinanong ko siya, says, like, ano ba yung mga sinabmit mo? Ganyan-ganyan. It became p- pretty clear early on kasi she was visiting Korea for the first time and had very little savings in her bank. Okay. But she applied for a 90-day stay in Korea. Mm-hmm. 90. 90. <laughs> I mean, di ba may, na, may nag-deny nga na 3 days lang, 4 days yung in-apply. Eh. Sure. Yung 90 pa ba? Oo. So, she really intended to stay there for 90 days? Siguro, or baka... Or hindi naman. Gusto, gusto lang niya, 90-day visa talaga. Baka nagbaka sakali lang or something. Uh-huh. Applying for a longer stay kasi, especially if it's your first time, raises a lot of questions. Di ba? Oo. Why would you need to stay that long? Long. Diba? Correct. Like, anong gagawin mo to? <laughs> Na 90 days. <laughs> Yun. Ang dami kasing questions, di ba? Like, bukod sa anong gagawin mo to? Like, uh, would you be able to afford it? Oo. Mm. 
Yun. So, what about your job here? Iiwan mo na lang ba yun? Mm. For 90 days. Ikaw, Sess, anong gagawin mo for 90 days? <laughs> Kung ikaw yun. <laughs> Unang-una, I cannot afford it. <laughs> Sana ako magsistay. Oo, oh, at saka ano kasi, kung ako siguro yung nasa shoes nung console, mag-iisip ako parang, anong gagawin mo dito ng 90 days? Paano yung tabaho mo? Alam ko na kung bakit nag-90 days si ate. Magkakanap ng opa. <laughs> <laughs> Magka-crash landing on you. <laughs> Kasi syempre, it takes time. Diba? To develop love and relationship with an opa. Kaya may 90 days niya. <laughs> more days, more chances of winning. <laughs> Correct. Yun. <laughs> Sorry, ate. <laughs> so, sh- But, yun nga, no? If you declare, kunyari, that you're working in an office, so employed ka, And siguro naman, alam na mga consul, ilan lang ang allowable vacation leave sa Philippines, <clears throat> di ba? So, may idea sila na maximum, this person who's currently employed can only be on leave for 15 days. Otherwise, mawala na siya ng trabaho. Uh, no work, no pay na siya. <laughs> oh, oh. Wala na siyang pagbalikan. <laughs> Correct. May isa pang incidences na nagtanong sa amin. This is from a guy who applied for a multiple entry Schengen visa. So okay. Europe ito. Oo. So he was invited by someone in Europe but he insisted on applying for a multiple entry visa mm-hmm. even though nothing in his itinerary merited a multiple entry stay. Mm-hmm. So his application was rejected then. Kasi yung Schengen visa kasi says hindi siya katulad ng parang Japan, na kahit na ang plano mo lang naman talaga is once ka lang pupunta, isa lang yung trip mo, pero pwede ka mag-apply ng multiple kasi just in case bumalik ka. Oo. Ganun. Yung Shenyan kasi, madalas, yung trip na ina-apply mo ngayon, yun lang yung pagbabasihan nila. So kung yung application mo, obvious na single entry lang naman dapat. Single entry lang din madalas yung ibibigay nila. I see madalas kasi minsan, nagbibigay din naman sila ng multiple entry kahit na double lang yung in-apply mo. Siguro, yes, Vince. Iniisip ko lang, no? Parang, syempre, iniisip nila, sige na, yun ako na, maximize ko na tong visa. <laughs> Oo. Visa processing fee. Uh, imbis na single entry. Mm-mm. At saka yung, yung effort. Oo. Diba? Yung effort nang hirap-hirap. So kung itetry nila na kung kaya naman ng multiple. Why not go for it? So baka yun yung mindset nila. Oo. Pero parang sabi nyo nga, lumalabas, ill-advised yung ganong strategy kasi yung mga consul will base it sa itinerary mo. ba diba? Sa capacity mo to fund the trip, that specific trip. Mm-mm. Generally, if it's your first time applying for a visa at that embassy, go for single entry unless it's completely justified. Natawa ako sa generally. <laughs> generally. <laughs> Kairita. <laughs> for us, yun yung rule of thumb. Eh. Parang if it's your first time applying dun sa embassy na yun, most of the time, yeah, apply for a single entry muna. Single entry. Uh-oh. Yon. Kasi when we when we applied at the German and Greek embassies for the first time, we had to clearly prove that we would be exiting the Schengen zone a couple of times para lang mabigyan kami ng multiple entry visa. Mm-hmm. Some embassies would still give you a single entry if they think you don't deserve it. Years ago, I applied for a double entry Chinese visa 
but I was granted a single entry pa rin. Mm. So I had to apply twice. Eh parang two weeks, two or three weeks apart lang yung yung trip uh, na yun dapat. Number two, unclear or unjustified purpose of travel. So yun, says So why do you want to travel to that country ba? Mm-hmm. It's one of the most basic things na ina-ask sa atin when applying for a visa. And it's in every application form. Correct. Are you traveling simply for sightseeing? Will you be visiting friends or family? Will you be attending a seminar or conference? Will you be meeting a client? Diba? Mm-hmm. But ito yung pinaka-important says, whatever your reason is, it has to be clear and honest. Honest kasi, ano man yung reason na yan, you will be asked to prove it. For tourism, you'll be asked to submit an itinerary or a daily schedule. Some embassies will ask you to provide hotel and tour bookings. If your itinerary is far from being realistic, you're gonna have a problem. Mm-mm. Yun, kasi minsan may gumagawa nun eh, nag-fake ng itinerary. Kunyari parang in three days, dun sa three days na itinerary sa submit mo na, yung mga places na i-visit mo, it's impossible. Ten hours apart? Oh. <laughs> Diba? Parang like, oh, day one nasa Paris, day two nasa like, Athens, tapos day three nasa Berlin. Parang, huh? Parang, <laughs> hindi siya diba? nag-make sense. Mm-mm. And if you're visiting a friend or family, you will be asked to submit an invitation letter mm-hmm. or sometimes a letter of guarantee and other documents. Mm-hmm. Other embassies will also ask to prove your relationship. Kaya, madalas, kung merong inviter or sponsor, mm-hmm. pinaka-okay na tao to do that is an immediate family member. Mm-hmm. Kapatid. Kapatid, parent, child, tita, tito, pwede na yun. Pwede pa. Mm-hmm. Kasi mm-hmm. madali lang i-prove eh. Birth certificate lang makikita na yung relationship. Mm-hmm. Sure. Pag friends, it can get tricky. Okay. If you have a specific reason, then kunyari, you're attending a wedding or a reunion, dapat sabihin mo yon. Oo. Kapag meron ka kasing specific na reason na ganun, like wedding or ganyan, it keeps your purpose grounded, personal, and believable. Di ba? Pag specific yung reason mo, mas madaling paniwalaan. May nagtanong sa amin, sis, mag-apply daw siya ng Shenyan Visa. Tapos sabi ko, ano yung dates? Kailan yung travel? Wala pa. Tapos, gano'ng katagal? Sabi ko, ilang days? Sabi niya, hindi ko pa alam. Pwede mag-extend, pwede hindi. Hindi ko pa alam. Basta gano'n. Tapos, di ba, eh, di ba, kailangan clear. Pag mag-apply ka, kailan ka lapapasok? Kailan ka lalabas? Clear yon. Hindi pwedeng, ay, um, bahala lang. <laughs> kung magustuhan ko doon, edi, I will extend. Eh, paano mag-extend ka ng two years? <laughs> Kasi gustong-gusto mo na. <laughs> Dungay dagad. True. So, be specific and plan ahead talaga. Actually, yes, marami namang resources online for believable itineraries. Diba? Oo. Punta lang kayo sa www.thepoortraveler.net Correct. <laughs> Diba? Parang kailangan, alam mo rin kung ano yung what you jot down and put down mm. sa itinerary. Every item. Kasi they might just ask mga probing questions further pa. Yung mabusisi talaga, Shenyen, no? Um, ngayon kasi hindi na masyado kasi... May VFS na. Or VIA, diba? Pinari, dati yung French Embassy, direct yung application, Chai and German, ang dami nilang tanong talaga. Igigrill ka talaga nila tukol sa itinerary mo. Mm. Which is why, kung may interview lalong-lalong-lalo na, 
it is important to be mm-hmm. honest about it. Because if you're honest, no matter how many times you twist the question, the answer will always be the same. Correct. Side question lang to, no? Kasi you mentioned na one of the toughest interviews was for a uh, Europe trip. Is it, is it a factor na ang Philippines kasi is well-known for a country na maraming overseas workers, di ba? Na parang it's really ingrained in our culture na bawat family, kahit isa man lang, mm-hmm. oo, na, na OFW. So baka, you know, that's why they're being hard hard on us to an extent kasi they really just want to uh, prevent parang illegal workers going the tourist route, di ba? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there's a reason why of all the Shenyan countries, pinaka-strict ang Italian and Spanish embassies. Kasi ang daming Pinoy dun eh. Mm. Mm-hmm. And pamaya, yung mga Thais, uh, discuss natin yan uh, in a little bit. Number three, quick ties to sponsor or inviter. <laughs> Yun, speaking of, <laughs> yun na pala yung kasunod. Ito na yung next time. <laughs> na, na-mention mo nga to ES, no? Na parang the the strongest ties na pwedeng madaling i-prove is uh, first degree. Mm-hmm. Pero alam mo, sis, ang daming applicants, lalo yung first-time applicants, are under the impression na just because they are invited, or sponsored by someone living in that country mm. means it's going to be easier for them to be granted a short-term visa. Hindi ba? Hindi. Hindi pa rin. May mga countries na advantage yung may kakilala ka doon. Japan is the perfect example. Mm. Kapag may kakilala ka doon, it's going to be a lot easier for an applicant kung meron siyang inviter sa Japan. Kasi okay. the, the burden shifts to the sponsor. Kunyari, mag-a-apply ka for a visit visa sa Japan. Mm-hmm. Hindi na nila kailangan tingnan yung bank documents mo. Ooh. Kung may nag-invite sa'yo. Ang kailangan nilang makita is yung bank documents nung nag-invite sa'yo. Mm-hmm. Pero Japan is more the exception than the rule. Kasi most embassies, kahit hindi na Europe, eh, kahit Korea lang, kahit na meron kang inviter or sponsor, they will still ask for your own financial records kahit na meron kang kakilala dun. Oo. Sa tingin kasi namin, says knowing someone in that country can actually work against you. Hmm. Bakit sa tingin mo, sis? Kasi mas na, mas easier for you to overstay. Ding, 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 ding! Ten points! <laughs> do, ga, do I get a prize? Um, <laughs> Does my visa get a prize? <laughs> You'll get a free uh, itinerary making service from Vince and Josh. <laughs> Plus a gift card. Wait ka lang na 10 seconds, may magdo-doorbell nandiyan. <laughs> wow! Instant! <laughs> Pero tama yun. Because knowing someone in that country gives you a very strong reason mm-hmm. to overstay. Oh. So yun, having an inviter or sponsor abroad doesn't mean that the embassy will not look at your rootedness, employment, or financial situation. If anything, they will take a closer look and subject your application to further scrutiny. Oh, oh. This is why most Shenyan countries zero in on questions like, may kakilala ka ba sa Europe? May kakilala ka ba sa UK? Gano'n kayo katagal na magkakilala? How are you related to them? Yan. Back when 
wala pang DSS. Like, kanyari, France and Germany. Yun yung matagal na questions. Hmm. Diba? For example, ako, first time I ever mag-apply sa, sa Germany for visa, ilang beses tinanong sa akin, mm-hmm. may kakilala ka ba sa UK? May kamag-anak ka ba sa UK? So, sino pupunta niyo sa Shenzhen? Tapos, balik ulit na parang, may kamag-anak ka ba sa Shenzhen or any Shenzhen countries? Ako, ganun yung experience ko, sis. Dapat maging consistent ka lang na isagot mo na. Kung wala talaga, wala. Mm-hmm. Hinuhuli ka nila eh. Mm-hmm. Parang itatry talaga nila extract yung information kung meron ka man tinatago or wala. Mm-hmm. And sinasabi nila sa SSA, kasi meron kami friend na visa officer sa isang Shenyan country. Mm-hmm. Sinasabi niya talaga na they were trained to spot lies. Correct. Alam nila kung sino yung nagsisinungaling sa hindi. Mm-hmm. So parang don't even try. Oo. And also says, having a sponsor, it complicates things. If you're invited by someone, you'll have more documents to submit. And some of them have to be secured by the inviting party abroad. And if the relationship appears weak or too distant, it can affect your chances. Kasi you should be able to show the embassy why the sponsor is willing to commit to shoulder your trip or be responsible for you. Mm-hmm. During your stay there, di ba? Pagkain mo, uh, sightseeing, fund mo, lahat. So, ito yung tricky, sis. Kasi, ito alam natin to, sis. Kasi naranasan natin to. Charot! <laughs> if, if yung inviter mo ay hindi mo pa nami-meet in person, <laughs> di ba? Okay. It will be extremely difficult to convince the embassy na sasagutin ka niya. Kasi yung proof of relationship mo is weak and unreliable. Mm-hmm. I mean, paano mo siya ipuprove? You don't have any pictures together. Correct. Kasi says, ang dami namin nakukuhang ganyan na questions from our followers na mm-hmm. nag-meet lang sila online. Kasi di ba, maraming online relationships. Marami. Hindi natin ginajudge yun, di ba? Nagaling na tayo doon. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Ayun. And these relationships, they're valid. Oo. It's just that, kahit gano'ng pakatagal yung relationship na yan, if online siya, sa tingin kasi ng embassy, mahirap sa kanila maniwala na reliable yung relationship. I mean, hindi sa ginajudge yung relationship. Pero it's just hard to prove. Kasi remember, you will be asked to submit photos, um, conversation records. Yeah. Kung hindi pa kayo nag-meet in person. Ang hirap i-prove, one, and number two, madaling i-fake. Correct. Mm. Kasi I, I can easily find someone online to say na shoulder niya ako. Mm-hmm. Again, sinasabi natin, online relationships are as valid as real-life relationships. Mm-hmm. Pero pagdating talaga sa visa application, it's just like a lot harder to prove kasi. To trust yung ganong klaseng relationship sa matanong consul. Feeling ko din, babalik dun sa parang trafficking. Kasi parang ang hirap for them to give you a visa na based lang sa online na usapan when yung trafficking na nangyayari ngayon. Mm-hmm. Online din yung start niya or something, Uh-oh. if I make sense. It makes sense. I mean, I think it's a good, it's a very, very good point. Kasi ang daming, ang daming scams online. Mm. I mean, ano yung pangahawakan ng embassy? Para, diba? Parang like, what if may mangyari sa'yo? True. What if bigla kang mawala or maging ano ka, like, ma- ma-enslave ka dun? Maging victim ka. Oo. Tama. Number ano na ba tayo? Number four. Insufficient proof of reason to return. Mm. Reason to return. 
Remember, embassies fear that you would be overstaying. So, you need to prove that you have every reason to return after the trip. It's sometimes called proof of rootedness, quote-unquote. Gusto ko yan. Diba? So, ano ba yung rootedness? Sa halaman yan eh. <laughs> <laughs> diba sa halaman? Well-rooted na ba yan? Established Oo. na ba yan? Bago bilhin yung halaman. <laughs> Think of yourself as a halaman. Correct. Proving your rootedness is basically showing them that you have strong ties in the Philippines and you mm-hmm. can't just disappear. Oh. So, paano ba prove yung rootedness? Mm. So, one, employment. So, they look at your job description, salary, tenure. Mm-hmm. If you've been with that company for a long time, that's a good sign. This is why they require that these details be included in your Certificate of Employment, which is often a requirement. Mm-hmm. This is also why those who are unemployed or who have no stable job are most likely to be refused a visa. Yeah. Embassies fear that you would be working in their country. Mm-hmm. Job seeker ka. Mm-hmm. Babalik tayo doon sa ano mo, sa nangyari sa'yo na three months ka. Buti nga may trabaho ka eh. <laughs> Oo. Sabi nang nag-interview sa akin na consul, consul yun, di ba? It was because three months pa lang ako sa company. Mm-hmm. Tapos, the company at that time, uh, hindi naman ganun kalaki na kilalang-kilalang company, for example. Mm-hmm. Yun. Not too established yet, di ba? Sabi mo nga. Mm-hmm. Yung tenure you mentioned. So, three months lang, kaya denied. Mm-hmm. So, may, may ugat, pero... Patubo pa lang. <laughs> yung para sa manikilig sa atin, isipin nyo, again, always put yourself in the shoes of the evaluator. Mm-mm. Yung three months na trabaho, ang dali palang iwan nun. Kasi wala pa masyadong implications. Walang, wala pang mawawala sa'yo. Hindi ka pa regular. Mm-hmm. Hindi ka pa rin regularized by that time, di ba? Kung three months ka pa lang sa job mo. One of the things na nakikita ko rin sa mga forum, sa discussion, eh, paano naman kami mga freelancers, di ba? Mm-hmm. Kunyari, two years ng freelancer, uh, how, how can they manage, di ba, yung documents na kailangang isubmit sa embassy? Mm-hmm. When I was in between jobs, doon ako mas nagkaroon ng time to travel. Oo. <laughs> Oo. Pero yun yung pinaka-tricky part, di ba? Oo, yun yung tricky part. Kaya hindi ako nakapa- nakapunta sa mga countries that required a visa. Doon ako sa mga ano ASEAN countries na okay lang, seven days. Mm-hmm. 15 days. Kasi parang yun talaga yung time na, oh, pwede akong mawala ng 8 to 10 days. Kasi wala naman akong mm-hmm. office. Yun. Sinabi mo kayo na freelancers. Yun yung another Mm-mm. proof of rootedness is yung business documents. So, if you own a business, Mm-mm. even if it's a small one, it's a good proof of rootedness. So, you can submit business registration documents, And some embassies even ask for financial reports. So, pag freelancer ka, you just need to register your your service mm-hmm. or your business. Mm-hmm. May years of my life na freelancer ako. What I did is, I registered lang. May documents ka, oo. Kahit na freelancer ako, meron akong ITR, meron akong VIR registration. Kapag kasi well-documented yung... Source of income mo. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a regular job or a freelance job, kaya naman. Kaya naman siyang mag-free. Kaya naman. Mm-hmm. Hindi naman nagdi-discriminate ang mga countries, di ba, na 
if you're a freelancer, small business owner. Basta ano lang. May documents. Ah, Kasi says, naalala ko din, nung first time, ako, ito, ito yung pinakakabado ko na visa application. Um, sa Germany, yung first time natin mag-chenyan. Mm-hmm. Kaka-resign ko lang din sa company. Mm-hmm. After nun kasi parang nagdalay lang ako sa freelance, tapos may ipon, mm-hmm. yan. Pagkasabit ng requirements. Kompleto naman, tapos, says, may tumawag sa akin. Oh. Mga two weeks after, tumawag sila. Tapos, tinatanong nila ako kung pwede ba ako mag-provide ng additional documents. Like, yung previous ITR and COE. Kung mabibigay ko daw yun, they'll send my passport na daw. Or kung hindi ko siya mabigay, parang ang dating is denied. Pero ang ganda, Vince, kasi they just needed more proof. And they even made an effort to call you. Mm-hmm. Oo. Napatunayan namin na hindi pala lahat ng embassy na parang ide-deny ka na lang basta-basta. Hindi sila heartless. Oo, hindi sila heartless. Kumbaga, they just need Oo. additional or supplementary para lang issue ang kanila ng visa. Oo. I think yun din yung kailangan nating i-point out, yung kailangan ma-absorb din ng mga most applicants na yung mga visa officers, they're not there to make your lives miserable. Oo. They're just doing their jobs. Mm. Yes. Hindi naman sila yung tipong gigising sila sa umaga, haharap sila sa salamin, tapos sasabihin nila sa sarili nila, I'm gonna reject visa applications today. today. <laughs> <laughs> Hindi naman ganun, di ba? Kung kaya nilang, oh. syempre, di ba, kung gusto nilang mag kung kaya naman nilang i-approve, yeah, approve naman nila. Kaya mm. lang, minsan, mm-hmm. meron lang talagang naglalak. Yes. Oo, meron din mga visa officers, I think, na sobrang strict din naman. Pero, mm-hmm. um, I think, alam mo yon, they're not out to make your lives miserable mm-hmm. naman. Mm-hmm. They're just doing their job, looking out for red flags, de ba? Uh, inconsistencies flags. sa mga sinasabit natin, uh, baka hindi accurate ganyan. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's not a perfect system. Mm-hmm. Minsan meron silang madedenay na someone with all the right intentions and nothing and no one is perfect naman. Pero mm-hmm. it's pretty inconvenient if it happens to you. Pero, de ba? As much as possible, sa atin, sa side natin as applicants, yung visa kasi parang privilege siya, di ba? Yes. Let's make sure na lahat ng requirements nila ma-fulfill. Mm-hmm. Kasi parang they're protecting yung interest din nung nirepresent nila ng country. Country. Kasi parang mm-hmm. syempre, yun. Ayun. And yung last item na pwedeng mag-prove ng rootedness is properties. Nice. So if you own a piece of land, a house, condo unit, even a car, sometimes, oh, oh. ba? pwede yung car, um, you can submit a copy of the title or deed of sale or whatever. So, mm-hmm. bakit ba may mga ganitong documents na hindi mm-hmm. ito? Kasi it shows na meron kang mga pag-aari sa Pilipinas. So, hindi ka basta-basta mawawala. Mm-hmm. Number five. Shaky employment status. Oh. Ah, yun pala yun. <laughs> dami na nating diniscuss kanina. Ito pala yun. <laughs> <laughs> yun pala yun. Dito pala siya dapat pumasok. <laughs> Ayun. Oo, pero okay lang. Ano palang ibig sabihin ng shaky employment status, Yosh? Okay, so to explain that, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, let me tell you a story. Wow. Um, one of the cases kasi na I will never forget involves a guy who wanted to visit Europe. Okay. So, he had a decent amount in his bank account. Mm-hmm. But he couldn't prove that he was employed. 
So, tinanong ko siya, ano ba yung trabaho niya? Sabi niya, nagmaman siya ng sari-sari store. Okay. Siya talaga yung may-ari nung sari-sari store na yon And okay yung kita ng sari-sari store. Kasi di ba minsan sa, sa probinsya, meron mga sari-sari store na malalaki. Oo. So sabi ko, oh, okay yun. Maganda yun. Isubmit na lang niya yung registration papers nung sari-sari store kasi pwede naman yun. Mm-hmm. Sabi niya, ang problema doon is yung store nakapangalan sa lola niya. Oh. Pero sabi niya, ako yung may-ari nun. Ako talaga. As in like, ako yung nagmamanage, ganyan-ganyan, blah, blah, blah. Siya yung nagpapondo. Ako yung nagbabayad ng taxes, ako pera ko, ako yung nagbabantay, ako yung may... Oh, oh. As in, ako lahat. Akin talaga yung store. Pero hindi sa kanya nakapangalan. So, oh, oh. problema yon Sabi ko, naku, problem yan. Kasi if hindi sa sa'yo nakapangalan yon kahit na practically it's yours, mm-hmm. sa mata ng consul, it's not yours. Parang lumalabas, empleyado lang siya ng sari-sari store na yun. Oo. Oh. So sabi ko, baka meron siyang iba pang source of income, di ba? Sabi niya, meron pa siyang isang small business. Sabi niya, nagpaparent siya ng mga sasakyan. Okay. Okay, okay. Mga motor. Mm-hmm. Okay daw yung kita niya doon. Malaki yung kita niya sa rental ng motor. But unfortunately, hindi siya registered. Tinatanong niya, kung kahit ba hindi registered, pwede niyang isulat yun sa application form. Pwede niya bang sabihin na yun yung source of income niya? Parang hindi, no? Sabi ko, medyo, ang hirap kasing paniwalaan. Mm-hmm. na it would be impossible to convince the embassy kung wala kang documentation. Mm-hmm. If kasi kung hindi, anyone can simply say na hindi meron po akong business pero hindi nang po nakapangalan sa akin. Oo nga. Tama, ako tama. pwede kong sabihin na ay meron po akong ano dyan, swimming pool business na pinaparentahan ko. Hindi lang po nakapangalan sa akin. Pag ganun, chaos yun, di ba? Correct. Oo. So, actually, no, dapat conscious pala tayo. So, if we have plans of Uh, traveling, dapat ginagawa natin yung mga paperwork na dapat naka-name sa atin. Parang in preparation lang for mga situations like this, like applying for a visa na kakailanganin talaga ng proper documentation. Kasi, di ba, Ses, we've been travel bloggers for more than 10 years. Hmm. So, we started travel blogging 2010, but it wasn't until 2013 when we first applied for a visa. Hmm. So, ano yung ginawa namin nung three years na yun? Mm-hmm. Basically, ang ginawa namin nung first three years is we took care of our paperwork. Mm-hmm. Hindi muna kami nag-apply ng visa. Parang, although pwede naman yun, may mga gumagawa nun na parang nag apply sila, yung risky agad. Pero, we couldn't afford to risk it mm-hmm. at the time. So, gusto namin, sure. So, ang ginawa namin, nung umpisa pa lang, niregister namin yung business, minake sure namin na matagal kami sa work, We made sure na meron kaming travel history mm-hmm. bago kami nag-apply ng visa. Para, like, alam mo yon mas malaki yung chances na makapagawa. Oo. Yun. So, sabi mo nga, you had a three-year preparation before you started applying for visas. So, siguro I'm curious, no? With all that preparation, since 2013, have you ever been denied no. a visa? Never. Never na. 100% yes, approval. Yes, 100% approval rate. <laughs> Pero sana wala namang first time. Uh, first knock on wood. <laughs> knock on wood. <laughs> Pero we are surrounded by people <laughs> na na-deny. Like, ang dami namin kakilala na na-deny. Correct. Sa group natin, sa Facebook, ang dami nating natututunan. Oo. Oh. And yun, even sa mga kaibigan natin na nag-work sa embassies. Minsan nga may nagko-comment din mm-hmm. sa blog din na nag-work sila sa embassy. 
Um, nag-work po ako sa ganitong embassy. Mm-hmm. Tama po yan. Ganito po kasi yan. Ganyan-ganyan. So, nakakatuwa rin. Oh. Anyway, going back to the guy. So, he remained very optimistic about it. Kahit na none of the businesses that he owned were under his name. Ah. So, oh, oh. yun. He just said that he would explain it in a letter. It would be very, very risky to do that. Kasi, kung ikaw ba yung consul says... Pwede ba yun? Yes. Sulat ka. Sulat lang eh, no? Dear consul... Nag-essay-essay ka doon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sa mga nakikinig sa atin na gustong mag-apply ng hard to get visas like Shenyen, Canada, ganyan. If meron kayong sources of income ngayon, make sure na nakaregister siya. And kung nakaregister siya, make sure nakaregister siya under your name. Mm-hmm. Kasi magiging problem yan. Siguro, gawa tayo ng another episode about it, says, ng how to prepare long-term Correct. for a hard to get visa. Oo. Yun. So yun, so anong nangyari kay Kuya, syempre, na-deny siya. Kasi diba, ang hirap naman talaga. I mean, imagine yourself on the embassy side for a minute. Would you believe someone who would tell you that he had a job but no documents to prove it? No. Embassies cannot just take your word for it. Mm-hmm. They need solid proof. Yes. For freelancers, this is the most challenging part of the application. So I was a freelancer when I applied for a Shenyan visa via... German Embassy. So even when I have business registration docs and ITR, they still ask to see my contracts with clients. Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. I ko yung contracts. Ko. So even imagine if you had none of those. Correct. So if there are documents that you can't provide, supply alternatives. Submit a copy of the contracts and invoices. Get letters from your clients, complete with contact details, so the embassy could easily get in touch with them to confirm. So yun, isa yun sa mga ginawa ko says, no freelancer ako, um, yung mga clients ko, huminga ng letter from them. Mm-hmm. Kasi diba, when you're a free- freelancer, you don't get a certificate of employment. Oo, oh, oh, hindi eh. Hindi ka employee. But what you can get is like sort of a certificate of engagement or something. Mm-hmm. Na saying na, we've been working with him for like ganitong number of years. On, a, on this project. Oo. Sumasweldo siya ng ganito. Ito yung responsibilities niya. Mm-hmm. Never tayo nagka-problema sa ganun. Maliban dun sa one incident mo with mm-hmm. the German Embassy. Pero nakakatawa yung says, yung sa German Embassy na hiningi siya, hiningan siya ng additional documents. Na-issue na yung visa ko. Na-grant na ako. Less than a week. Mm-hmm. Dumating after. na yung passport niya. Oo. Yung passport ko dumating na with visa. Oh. Si Vince, three weeks na, wala pa yung passport niya. So, parang natatakot na siya na baka. Uh, yun yung uh, pinaka-anxious ko na na week yata. Kasi parang Oo, may iwan siya. Hindi ako nanghintay. And then, one time, may, may nag-email. Oo. Tapos, tumawag sila. Tapos, yung dati kong employer, buti na lang nabigay yung dati kong ITR, yung last year, yung parang previous year na ITR. Oo. So, Mm-hmm. Ayun, nabigay ko naman with extra pa. Parang binigay ko na lahat yung... <laughs> ang tawag dito, binigay ko na lahat na oh, kaya kong ibigay. Oo, ginibak mo na. <laughs> Parang isuhan nyo na ako. <laughs> Buti naman, after a week, ayun, binigay. <sighs> Nakahinga na ako. Okay. And since then, smooth sailing na, di ba? Ayun, so... First five pa lang yan, sis. Meron pang five more tayong i-discuss. <laughs> And yung pinaka-tricky of all the reasons for denial, nandun sa next five. Hindi pa natin na-discuss? Oo, oh. which is, 
Tulaan mo kung ano yun. Ano? Financial records. Show money. Ah! Show money. Big topic yan. I'm sorry guys, kailangan namin i-cut kasi masyado nang mahaba yung discussion. Pero we, we promise we'll return with another episode with a continuation of this discussion about visa denials with the five other reasons. Kasama natin na iti-discuss next episode ay show money. Mm. Like, gano'n ba talaga kadami yung laman ng bank account mo para ma-approve? Yan. Yan yung pinakamadalas na tanong na nare-receive natin. And travel history. Kailangan ba talaga na mag-visit ka muna ng mga visa-free countries bago ka mag-apply ng mm-hmm. visa? Next episode, sasagutin natin yan. Lahat. Mm-hmm. So, yun guys. Sana marami kayong natutunan. Yay! If you're planning to travel after this pandemic, <laughs> don't forget, we release a new episode every Sunday, 8 p.m. If you have topic suggestions para sa mga future episodes, just let us know. You can reach us at theportraveler.net and sa mga social channels namin, facebook.com slash theportraveler, youtube.com slash theportraveler, twitter.com slash theportraveler, mm-hmm. instagram.com slash theportraveler, tiktok! Tiktok! Ah, <laughs> uh, traveler din. <laughs> Basta theportraveler lang yun lahat. Single L lang kasi... U.S. spelling. Oh. Yes. So that's it for this episode. Tandaan, hindi hawak ng mga tips na ito ang inyong kapalaran. Gabay lamang sila. Meron tayong free will. Gamitin natin ito. Sabi nga ni Ate Zenaida Seva. Ayun, <laughs> di ba? Yun. Join us again next time. I'm Vince. I'm Yosh. And I'm Seth. Plan smart. Travel safe and make every trip worth it. it. Bye. Bye. <laughs>